And we're live. That was fast. Yeah. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Cheers to Friday. We did it. Hooray, cheers. We made it. Friday. Yeah. How's the smoke up in Calgary? Oh, uh, it's dissipated a bit today, at least. But man, two days ago, it was awful. Two days ago was really bad. We set a record for uh, maybe Canada for the worst air quality in Canada or something. I, no, terrible. it's got to be BC's. It's got to been worse. That's where the BC wasn't. Were. BC wasn't as bad because the wind pushed it our direction. No, oh Vancouver God, was a few, whatever you call it, air quality index. So AQI, yeah, I guess. That sounds right. Lower than we were. <laughs> so That's great. It was really bad. It, we I closed all the windows at the house, obviously, but like even then, eyes were burning. It was harder to breathe, just like walking around. It was bad. It, my mom keeps messaging me. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go biking today. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why? I See, hear it's awful. T- today would be fine, I think. It's pretty clear Today's, out there. Okay. All yeah. Right. Two days ago the- that they... They strongly they put out a warning saying we strongly advise people to just not go outside if you can help it. Sure. So, yeah, it sounds like uh, San Francisco last last summer outside. Not even once. (laughs) Not even once. Yeah. And then I'm reading all these articles that are like, yeah, Beijing on a daily basis is five times worse than this. It's like, that's disgusting. Like, (laughs) that's terrible. Yeah. For those who don't know, B.C., the province uh, right beside Alberta is on fire. Yeah, the wildfires. Horrible fires. Um, yeah, I, I had heard Seattle's air quality was super bad. I didn't know you guys also hit a record. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Extremely bad. Yep. Seeing, seeing my mom sent me some pictures of the sun just looking totally orange. Yep. Yeah. On the uh, subreddit for Calgary, because I'm on there for whatever reason, there were a bunch of pretty neat memes going on. Like oh, yeah. a War of the Worlds the, the meme with the Calgary memes. Tower with oh, like a I, so I'm on that too and I actually did see that okay yeah about it that did pop up and then I think there was like a Blade Runner 2049 where part where he goes to that one area that's all dusty yeah yep. and I compared yeah. it to Edmonton the Edmonton was the one I saw yeah 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 and then a bunch of Silent Hill stuff because of course why not yeah uh. It's supposed to get much better this this uh, weekend, though. Apparently, it's supposed to rain a little bit and get some of those particles out of the air. The reason it was so bad two days ago was because there wasn't even a wind here in Calgary. It just lingered, like, everywhere. So, it's been better ever since. All right, yeah, I heard the wind's going to be pushing it south as well. Oh, no. <laughs> poor that, that's, what yeah. I heard, that's what my dad was saying. I don't poor know. people. Yeah. Shame. Everyone gets smoke now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh do this podcast. Uh, this is the top down perspective. August seventeenth. Uh, I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And uh, why don't we talk about what I've been playing first? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Um. <laughs> have you guys heard of Dead Cells? I have. That game is so good, though. Dead Cells is very good. Yeah. Uh, right here. Nice. Ice, have you started it yet? Um, no. No, you haven't. <laughs> okay. Um, you should. It is super good. Like, I can't stop thinking about that game. Um, okay. I've started looking things up. I'm, I'm, I'm now like... <laughs> okay. Because uh, I was just kind of doing like the same runs over and over. And I was like, okay, I must be like missing where 
no what am i like not attacking oh which okay. enemies am i not uh taking out and stuff because i wasn't getting all the ruins i needed uh-huh. uh, so i looked up i looked up like what are the other stages and how to get to them and i was like okay and now now i think i've seen every stage at least once in the game yeah right? at least once uh-huh. um yeah i just finished up with the graveyard and died on it. Wait, did I die? Yeah, no, I made it through. I made it through it. For some reason, I found the I find the graveyard easier than Stilled Village. Still Village fucks me up, man. Every really? time I don't have a problem. With I don't Stilled know Village. why. Which which enemy in Still Village? I don't. I think it's the uh, pirate dudes that shoot stuff at you. I always seem oh, to get stuck on a no. platform with like one of them, and then they just combo me a bunch. I hate any yeah any enemy that can attack you when you're not on their platform. Or they can like warp you. I hate those ones. So I hate the um. Oh god, I'm, I'm not going to pronounce it correctly. Spelching, splelching. It's the one in the dark with the light sources. Yes. Okay. I. Can't. That's the worst one. That is actually, I think, the worst. That. One. <laughs> that one is stressful. It's very stressful. Yeah, and it has those little like, those little dudes with the knives, and they can warp and follow okay. you around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that is definitely the worst one. The ossuary can have its times too. Yeah, I, I definitely did hate that one. I've gotten better at it since I've been yeah I've been doing these other routes. I've been forced to play it more. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. so I'm okay with that one uh, now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like every stage, ha- except for maybe like the beginning stage, has like one enemy that is just a total asshole. Yeah, yeah, like a couple. It, yeah, like, totally. Uh, for example, the ancient sewers. It's that mushroom like the mushroom oh yeah okay yeah yeah, fuck yeah, that yeah. mushroom like holy shit because he'll be so far away from you and all of a sudden you'll see his little lightning bolts come through and you're immediately just like no no <laughs> no and you just need to like run backwards and then slowly approach sure yeah, yeah. any um, any enemy in the game okay first of all all the flying enemies that can like fly through walls to like follow you can like Go suck a sure. fat one as far as I'm concerned. But anything that and makes you the f- consistently the the step ones. around is bad. Yeah, the, okay, you go ahead. The thing with the flying ones is uh, they're kind of slow moving for the most part to the, do their attack. So they're pretty easy to take out. But when they do their attack, it just does a weirdly large amount of damage. Like the exploding bats. The ex- super easy to take out. Yeah. They'll take out like half your health when you come across them the first time or something. The exploding bats are very well hidden on Stilled Village behind some of the like netting on stuff sometimes oh, okay. too. That's sure. annoying. So every now and then I'll just like lose almost half my life because I'll jump through an area and there was a bat there that like activated and blew himself up as I was passing by. And that's Lovely. the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've started doing a lot more of a like a dual turret run, less freezing stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, although I've gotten pretty, I also really like instead of having a bow, having the frost blast, and then sure. you're standing right in front of like a boss or an enemy and spamming that while like two turrets are going at him. Yeah, I had I had a really good run. My last run with the uh, uh, Hayabusa boot, where you just do like a bunch of kicking combos. I hate it's, the boot. It's so fucking good. Not the Spartan so boot. Lame. The one that does oh. like a martial arts combo, like a kick kick and then like a roundhouse that kills everything in your area. Okay, I think I've just had the Spartan one where it's just one kick. <laughs> the Spartan one is brutal, yeah, because it's just like, I'm going to walk right up to you and kick you and then I'm dead. 
Yeah, well, so it's good if you're if the enemy's against a wall because sure. you'll just destroy them. That's great. But if they're like a, a, on like an e- a ledge or something, you'll just kick them off the ledge. And it's like, well, great. Now I got to follow you. Yeah. With you just a- like you just like <laughs> knock them back a little bit. It's like the least rewarding weapon in that game into more enemies. That'll just combo you when you go down to kill the enemy you had originally yep. attacked. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, real good game. Yeah. Um, I did make it to, I don't know if I did this the last time, but I, now I know it's the final and the uh, boss. Um, I did make it to him once and it got just wrecked immediately. The, like, I can't remember. I mean, it's kind of a spoiler, so I won't say yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of not really the saying The big it, so. night-ish dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's rough. <laughs> that's a rough fight. I've never He's beaten big. it. So. Yeah, it's. And I was on, I had a pretty good run going with, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I gotta, I have to definitely rethink how I'm going to attack that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, playing that just a, just a ton. Yeah. Uh, new game came out this week, Graveyard Keeper, and surprisingly went on Game Pass immediately. Oh. So way to go. That's awesome. I love mm-hmm. it when they just launch a game right into Game Pass. I've uh, been eyeing this one. This is a tiny build game, if I remember right. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. wait, what has Tiny Build done? Uh, no, no time to explain. Uh, party hard. Okay. I don't. I haven't played any of these games. Think of it like maybe budget devolver. <laughs> I don't know. It's rude saying just shit like that, but like they're the more indie version of that, I guess. Cluster truck. I'm trying to think of what else the hell they've done. I don't think I played any of these games. I've definitely heard of them, but I've not played any of them. Fair Hello enough. Neighbor. Um, so Graveyard Keeper <laughs> is Stardew Valley. Yeah, for dead people, like, right? Yeah, yeah, like a hundred percent. That game is like that game is Stardew Valley. Like if you're thinking I want a bit of a spin on Stardew Valley, no, this is just Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Um, except you do have a graveyard you can uh, maintain. So they will drop off corpses every now and then, and then you can bury them you can take flesh off the corpses um, i understand you can take more stuff off the corpses off the corpses as you go on later but you have to make your you have to make your uh graveyard nice there you do still have like a farm so there's still going to be farming and stuff like that okay mm. uh, but instead of so stardew starts off with like man your life is just kind of rough and you just need like a break from it so you go to like your grandpa's old farm and he he gives it to you and stuff like that yeah this one is you're going home to your wife uh, after like a long day at work and you just get hit by a car and then you wake up and you own this graveyard and uh. and 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 you're you're just like i don't even know what what's going on here why do why am i the gravekeeper now and like you know a few minutes later you find out somehow you've like gone back in time because it's the year like 190 um and and they're just like you know you got it and there's a talking skull who he's kind of like the tutorial guy. Uh, and he also really likes getting drunk. So you have to keep bringing him like beer or wine. So yeah, I'm giving it a try because I, I bounced off Stardew and I'm already feeling the bounce off coming with Graveyard for the same reasons. It's just like, mm. there's a lot to focus on. Uh, there's a okay. lot of things you can do. There's a lot of like mechanics. Uh, I, I, I was looking up like how to get more. It was like, wood patches or metal patches something like, something like this it's like a it's like a basic thing for upgrading um uh graves because one of the things you're tasked with at the beginning is making 
the graveyard like have a like a five skull rating and you start with like a negative 30. And if you do that, like the church opens and I don't know what happens after that, because I've only gotten it up to like negative eight. Um, but so I was trying to get the, these patch uh, items and I was just like, how, you know, how do I go about getting these? I, I can't seem to make any money at the moment. Um, and the first response on like the Reddit thing was like, oh, you shouldn't even bother trying to make those. That's a late game thing. What you should focus on instead is disassembling all of the graves that are this and this and this. And it's just like, oh, my God, I can't. There is so much going on. Yeah. People who die will have different levels of how much of like a sinner they were. So sometimes you just want to get those bodies out of the grave and throw them in the river. And, wow. But to All do right. that, you need to get a document that will allow you to dig up graves. But a, and a ghost shows up at one point. So you can do it one time because he's not happy with the person beside him. And there's there's a lot. And Stardew had a lot, too. So I'm really trying to give this one another try because I, I got bounced off pretty hard with Stardew. Uh, so we'll see how far I get with that. Um, and just like Stardew, there's combat. There's mines you can go in. Um, it is... If it was in Stardew, it's probably in this. I haven't seen any uh, uh, romancing mechanics. So maybe that's not there. Mm. I don't know. It also just looks like Stardew. Except kind of not as colorful. Yeah. More light browns. Sure. More like fall looking all the time sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, you've successfully quelled me looking into this game probably. Mainly because I'd oh, rather just play Stardew. not? No, I'm probably not going to. Because okay. I'd rather just play Stardew with somebody since that multiplayer patch is out now than just do sure. that a different version of that game alone. So I could see that. I was kind of wondering. I was like, I wonder if Graveyard Keeper has co-op because if it does does like it's almost like beating stardew to the punch yeah like if it just launched at that i don't believe it does i haven't seen anything to to point towards that right i'm sure people uh, would have said something about that if it did yeah yeah so. uh but you know definitely um if you have game pass might as well check it out it's it's free i'm glad sure. you brought it up because apparently i had a key for it just sitting in my inbox yeah oh okay it is on Steam as well. It launched uh, on Tuesday for both those platforms. I think those are the only ones is, is PC and Xbox. Hmm. Okay. Um, and apart from that, I finished The Division this last week. Okay. Yep. Finally. Uh, that ending, though. <laughs> yeah, you like fight a helicopter. That open ending. I love it. Yeah, it de- I was definitely like, it was definitely kind of like, wait, did we win? Like, what <laughs> right. Is- to be fair, though, and this is definitely my fault, I ignored, like, all of the story in that game. Yeah. I couldn't really tell you anything. This was just, like, a co-op shooter for me. Yeah, um, totally. So, I it was a fun loot shooter. They uh, knew But it. I'll probably play Division 2 when that comes out, because I enjoyed okay. uh, playing the Division. So Good. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad that's... I cleared up a bunch of space on my Xbox, though, when <laughs> I was able to uninstall that. Cool. Uh, so, that was, that was nice. Uh... Uh, We don't have to talk about this. uh, That Disney Pixar Rush game is on gold right now. And I downloaded that and that game is trash. Okay, (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. The hot scoop. So, yeah, don't play that game. Okay, it's garbage. It is real bad. That's all I've been playing this week. I'm going to just jump in with the two quick things I did because one of them will just tie into John anyway. That works. Uh, uh, Monster Hunter World on PC is still good, but they're connecting into the steam stuff has been 
troublesome for their servers and staying connected with friends and it's driving me up the fucking wall but uh that game's still fine so i still have almost as many hours in that as i do working my full-time job this week um (laughs) okay let's talk about des gambit all right all right so how far in are you, John? Because I'm way further behind, I'm assuming. Basically, okay, I'll just tell you where I'm at. I just fought... I, I guess it's not a spoiler, because you'd have to actually see the game to know what the hell I'm talking about. I fought Sniper Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm much farther ahead of you then, in that case. Yeah. So, first of all, why why is there a Metal Gear Solid villain in my fucking game? Oh man, game? <laughs> you don't even know you don't even know the half of it. Wait till the area I, you, you can access after that. I'm sure it's just gonna get weirder and weirder. Um That was the part where I was like, Hell yeah, I'm in now. Let's start going crazy. It got it got weird real quick. Uh I guess I'll just get the basic stuff out of the way first. I think this game is beautiful. I think the music's really good. I think they should have spent more time on the actual animations of stuff going on, but it's whatever, because Sultan Sanctuary was ugly in that way as well. Um, I think the thing I like more... I think I like Sultan Sanctuary, how it plays, the play feel a little bit more, but this is obviously the better game, if that makes any sense at all. Um... I'm really enjoying it so far. I think there's going to be more replayability, too, just with the way the class system works and the differences. I'm assuming that unlock. I've only tried the one class so far, obviously. Uh, I believe there's actually like a bunch of stuff that unlocks when you beat the game. There's like three different okay. game plus options I've heard. Okay, yeah. I figured that, that this game would focus a lot on the replayability because it really seems like it probably does. I don't think I'm using the skill tree as much as I should. Uh, I am going to be real. There's not much good stuff in that skill tree. It's pretty bad. Uh, Okay, it's not bad. It's situational at best, but none of it feels like a real upgrade, which I'm kind of okay with. I found one skill in particular that seemed super useless to me until I got to the point you'll be going to next, and I realized something important, and I was like, oh, shit, now this is actually really good. Uh, which skill is it, just out of curiosity? Uh, energy weapons don't use uh, soul power. If you have an okay. ability on cooldown. I see. Okay. Um, I guess this should be the time where I say I'm playing a sentinel, so my whole class depend is dependent on parrying. The parrying window in this game is clunky at best. Yeah, but I, I stopped bothering to parry after some practice. It feels real good when you can do it, however... Most enemies that are worth parrying move out of the range for your counterattack right away, and I am so fucking angry about it. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, that, be- that said, I've kind of moved away from, okay, well, I know my class gets a huge benefit from parrying. That's just not going to happen anymore, though, because the parry's kind of bad. So let's use the perk system or the talent tree to go into the block system because the block is reliable where the parry is not. Yeah. And that's basically what I've been doing to kind of make up for the fact that I chose a bad class to begin with. <laughs> um, yeah, I went with blood What knights. are the uh, available classes? Oh uh, my God. Soldier, magician, uh, assassin, blood knight, 
Sentinel. Yeah. Uh, was it was the royalty one called? I forget. It's like it Lord mo- or something like that. Yeah, it might actually just be like loyalty or royalty or something yeah. like that. And what are you playing, John? Uh, Apostle of Death is the last one. I'm playing Blood Knight, which the ability on that one is you start with an axe, and if you take damage, if you attack back fast enough, you heal some of it back. Yeah, it's the Bloodborne archetype, basically, which is pretty good. It really uh, motivates you to be more aggressive more than anything. I like which a slower is my play style straight up, so... I like a slower playstyle, so I like parrying and blocking and countering. However, the parry and counter system is bad, and I'm mad about it. So I should have mm-hmm. picked Knight, because the, I'm sure that his block would be way better. But What if you're like a fast playstyle? You probably assassin. want Assassin then. Yeah. Assassin? Yeah. Right. Assassin's looking crazy into this. fast, but like no damage as a trade-off. Sure. Yeah. So Noble is the royalty or whatever. Name or class or whatever. Um, I should have probably even picked an asset. I always like to go strength build. So that's why I knew I was going to be a knight character of some sort. And I was like, oh, cool. This is, I didn't know how to parry for the first, like, two hours of this fucking game. Oh, yeah, because so, the game never tells you, so. The game never tells you, and it's not what you would think, as it is in other games of this nature, where a parry is either you press the attack button at the last second to like parry the attack with your weapon or you push the block button at the last second to parry an attack and or to parry the attack with your block and then attack with your weapon to counter it's actually both <laughs> so yeah it's, it's, you can pair you can parry projectiles with your weapon and you can parry attacks with by parrying with your shield yeah exactly i think it actually does tell you about the shield at some point but it just it says like swing with your shield or something like that a little slightly vague I, I'm mad that as the Sentinel class, it didn't tell me that at the beginning, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but it's whatever; it's fine. Um, I guess there's not a whole lot more to say about it. I'm intrigued about where the story is going to go more than anything because it really fucking blindsided me with Master Chief, Metal Gear Solid Sniper, Wolf Lady. See, I, I saw I saw her, and I was like, oh man, that's just a character from Destiny. That's straight up one of right. the classes. It is, yeah. And, and uh, uh, like I said, it does some cool shit a little bit after where you are right now. Uh, it does some cool story shit, and it does some cool, like, location shit. That was one of the first, or one of the few fights I've had so far where it didn't just feel like a DPS race. And mm-hmm. I liked that. So See, I, liked I that hated fight. that fight because it was just so slow. The worst part about the fight was the fact that, like, if she spawned in a certain part of the map and there and you didn't have any more like gravestones in that area and she goes back to do her like sniper thing, you're just going to take that hit. Like, I mean, you can dodge roll it. Yeah, I'm not good with the dodge roll, so I could not. <laughs> I That's just fair. would run for another my, thing. My gripe was that at some point she's like, I need to heal. And then she actually <laughs> fucking heals. And I'm like, where is she on this giant ass map? Yeah, that that was a problem, too. And then a few times she just stopped doing that. So I was like, oh, cool. She's probably going to heal now. No, she doesn't. No, didn't. she just stays there and reloads. <laughs> it's fucking weird. So I don't know what the AI is like. But any of the other bosses have been very much... uh I can probably stand here and hit you, and as long as I do more damage, I will win. Which has been not my favorite. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm sure it'll get better. And some, I was of those, a little bit- some of those fights are 
are trash. I, I went back yeah. to do some of the heroics. Oh. So I tried the Owl King heroic and he one shot yep. me because I wasn't like high enough. And I was just like, okay, fuck this. Let's just keep moving on and finding out the story. Yeah. So. I've only, I've only beaten two heroics so far. I played, I played it on stream for like five or six hours mm-hmm. and then I continued the save file offline. Uh, yeah, like some of those heroic fights are just not fun. That's the point I'm at right now is like the, yeah. the story fights themselves are fine. They have some cool sure. gimmicks. But then the heroics are like, yeah, now you can't use most of the floor and all your attacks move you forward into something. So you actually can just not ever attack on the floor ever again. Yeah, there's just a lot a of like frustrating decisions on it. Yeah, uh, I was let down by the last guy or giant fighter or whatever too i thought that was kind of a bummer the, because the giant I, deer no the oh no oh just oh, the giant no the, oh, the giant with the sword yeah that was such a letdown because i saw that in screenshots as they were developing the game it's like oh that looks so cool it's like nah <laughs> it's pretty late <laughs> it yeah the uh the 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 refight the heroic fight of that sucks too because the, their idea of making it harder is making him faster <laughs> and then also adding in reinforcements so you can't just focus on the boss because you have to worry about projectile shooters showing up <sighs> yeah who are on the opposite side of where you would actually damage the boss so you have to keep running back and forth while he, this faster thing is smashing this giant slab on the ground S- See, I was worried about this with the heroic fights. They they don't know how to do the difficulty curve properly. They just put more shit in and give you less, like, room or something. I was worried yeah. they would do that. So it's kind of a bummer to hear that's literally what they did for some of them. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Um, well, you guys like this game? So here's I- the thing. <laughs> yes, I really do. But I've played better examples of it. <laughs> of this type of game. This is my first souls kind of game. So, uh, I'm liking ideas behind it, but there's also things about it. I just absolutely despise. Yeah. It. Okay. I'm just going to be completely honest. It feels like even though they took a hit in, like they delayed it because it was supposed to come out last year, it still feels rushed and unpolished in a lot of ways that are not acceptable for the amount of, uh, stuff for the things the game asks of you it just doesn't seem fair it looks really good and it sounds really good but gameplay wise i think it needed to stay in the oven just a little bit longer is Mm. my problem with it my problem is i've bumped into a lot of bugs that have kind of spoiled my experience that's why too yep uh so i ended up submitting a bunch of these bugs to to their qa because of that but there's only one guy working on the game basically so i don't know when the patch is going to drop uh I had a bug where I can no longer buy any new abilities because my entire inventory has filled up with just one skill. Oh, that's a weird one. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, on the on the skill tree or yeah. whatever you want to call it. There's a one there's one move that actually increases your attack by 35%. It's called the sphere grid. <laughs> Wrong series. <laughs> eh, it's about so there's the this one move that like just I think it's like soul break or soul reaver or something like that. Okay. Soul driver. And like it uh, it increases your attack by 35% for like 20 seconds or something like that. Like it's really good. Yeah, okay. But if you buy it, it fills up all the empty slots in your inventory or in your in your skill inventory so you can never buy another skill. So I 
I couldn't find any axe skills the entire time on stream. And then immediately after I started playing offline, I found like two and couldn't get either of them because there was no room and you can't get rid of excess skills because mm. you're not supposed to be able to fill that screen. Mm, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, well, they're fixing it, but yeah. yeah. I also unfortunately found a really good shield that was supposed to increase like all your stats by four if you blocked with it. Okay. And instead decreases your stats permanently by four each time it blocks. <laughs> so uh, we were like, man, it does feel like I'm doing less damage. We went up and experimented and my weapon was doing 47 damage. And uh, we restarted the game and the game was like, oh, no, you're actually supposed to be doing 130 so, right. uh, <laughs> yeah, amazing. Holy shit. And that was on the stream where I was promoting the game. So it was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, um, no. so I haven't had that type of issue. My issues have been all just of a technical nature of a 300 or 700 megabyte game should not be stuttering randomly when I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> just stuff like that. Um, the voice acting's really good. Yeah, I gotta give I them Matt, credit. Matt Mercer's on there and a bunch of other guys. That makes a whole lot of sense. I didn't look at the list because I thought, oh, it's probably just gonna be the these dudes' friends. Like, no, it's very no. professionally voice acting. Matt Mercer's death. Is he? Oh, I didn't yeah, realize. He's even. death and a couple other characters. Okay. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense, actually. Uh, It has problems, but I, I'm still enjoying it. I'm much I'm really enjoying where it's going now because it's getting weirder and weirder. I really like the weird little vignettes when you die of like his memories and death kind of fucking with you just being stuck in this weird limbo world for a second before you come back. Uh, I think it's a whole lot of really good ideas. I just wish that the actual game part was a little more cleaned up. That's really my biggest gripe with it. But yeah, that's uh, all I've been playing. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Death Gammon, obviously. I I really like the locations. I I feel like at the point where you're at now, you're going to start seeing the game be like, all right, this this is kind of crazy cool shit. There was one boss that originally I was like, oh, man, I don't think I like this. But the more I thought about it, the more I played, I'm like, no, actually, this is kind of a cool idea. There's things about this I really like. It feels very unorthodox. But then there's also some fights where I was just like, oh, God, what am I supposed to do now? Like, uh, okay. I th- I've realized, I think my gripe with this kind of game is how far back it puts you away from some of the bosses. Sometimes I hate mm. the punishment being, it just takes more time. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm used to that. So I overlook yeah. it, but yeah, it doesn't make it better. I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with this anymore. I can go sure. play other things. Sure. I, so like at this point I'm back to, like I was enjoying it a lot when I streamed it but now I'm at the point where I'm like I think I'm back to just wanting to hate finish it <laughs> sure yeah you're but, probably like, close is, too I'm pretty close uh, out of the list of like tomes and bosses I have one left but then I know there's at least three fights left and there's also like a bunch of mysteries I haven't solved yet like there's at some point there's a room that wants five different crests and I've only found one of them and okay. I'm running out of locations that they could be in. So I'm trying to figure out where the heck they are. That's hmm. why I've been doing so many of the heroic fights. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a heroic treasure. But then, like, I can't. I could barely beat any of the heroic fights. It's like, oh, why am I even bothering? Yeah. Sure. 
Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Pacross S2 because, of course, I have. More Pacross? Yep. Nice. <coughs> on Wednesday's stream, we played through Icy, which is out on Steam and Switch. That's on sale right now, too, actually. Yeah, apparently it, it's basically just the Stanley Parable as a hack and slash done by a Chinese dude. So, yeah. like, the, the dialogue is a bit stiff for English, but, like, it was enjoyable. I liked playing it. A lot of weird stuff happens in that. Is it worth cool. picking up then? You think? Oh, especially on sale, yeah. Yeah. Like, to 100% it was only like five hours. Oh, okay. If you want to just the regular ending, it's like two to three. Cool. I think that's on Switch as well. Yes, it came out on Switch like last month or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's reasonably short. Like, it's not too long. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, you will have to get used to the narrator, though, because his voice is... Uh, his, his delivery is pretty jarring. Okay. But originally, when the game came out, it was like the developer was the actual person talking to you, but he was talking to you in Chinese, so you had to read subtitles. So apparently, people complained, so they got someone in English to read it out. Oh. But like it, it feels forced and stiff, and it still has like some of that English translation issue. So some of it just feels awkward to, to hear. Okay. But that might add to the charm for it for for you. For all I know. So. Yeah, I'm kind of just thinking that could be that could be fun, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Okay, cool. And like I said, it wasn't too long. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. Uh, the main thing that we have been working on this week is trying to get our way through Kingdom Hearts. So this week we beat Kingdom Hearts, the first one. We beat Final Mix. And then we attempted to play Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Rechain, specifically the PS2 remake, and realized that was a terrible idea and just watched it instead. Oh, you're going through all Kingdom Hearts games? Uh, well, the main thing we're trying to do is to get through one and two. And Reese is like, to understand two, you need to at least understand Chain of Memories. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like right. I, I, what was wrong with playing Chain of Memories? It. Oh God. Okay. So, <laughs> Chain of Memories was a Game Boy Advance game, which was an RPG. Okay. Like a proper, like you pick like your moves out of a card based system and then you do them automatically like that. Oh, I see. Hmm. Rechain of Memories, the one that comes on the PS4 uh, collection, it is a 3D remake of Chain of Memories where you get in random battles and you run around in a free area, but you still use the cards to attack. So, like, okay. to use, like, to use a simple, like, XXX combo, you have to use three cards. And if the number on the card the enemy is using is higher than the card you're using, you get parried. And so you have to worry about this. You have to build rooms based on whatever cards you have in your inventory. So you sort of pick what room you go into next. Uh, it just wasn't fun. Yeah. Okay. Because like you mm. had to man, you had to micromanage your deck while you're running around in a 3D world trying to swing around. I didn't even get any bosses. I just fought a bunch of regular enemies, and it just felt awful. Ugh. Okay. How long does a watch of that game take? Three hours. Okay. That was every like proper cutscene and not like any gameplay at all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, I feel like I wasted two of those three hours. <laughs> okay. Oh man. So maybe like read a Wikipedia article is what you're saying. Maybe. Oh man. So like the plot of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories is that nothing happens, at least on Sora's side, basically. 90% of it is just him complaining. 
And then like ten okay. percent is like, oh, here's all the shit that was actually happening. It's like, okay, this is more interesting. Where was this? And that's what you need for Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. And then okay. like the the Riku side is like, oh, there's actually interesting shit here. Oh wait, no, we have to go pay attention to Sora first. Okay. Hmm. Why do people like these games? I don't get it. I'm Dude, uh, Kingdom Hearts one itself was okay after a while. Kingdom Hearts okay. 2, like, Reese is assuring me that Kingdom Hearts 2 is actually going to be great and I'm going to enjoy it. Okay. But I but I know I have to sit through the Roxas bullshit first, which is going to be, eh. And then, like... It sounds like a lot of work to it, get to it, the good it, part. That's kind of the you point of that. Like two and a half games. I, I feel yeah. like I'm doing... Yeah, I had to research to find enjoyment in a game, which is kind of weird. Okay, this better be, like, life-changing. Like, to put this in perspective... You played one game of Persona 5 for multiple, for like 100 hours, mm-hmm. and you liked every second of it. <laughs> yeah, but by comparison, the thing is, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 only took like 20 hours to get through. Only? 20 hours is not short. That's, no, it, that's it is not compared as to what everything thought. else that comes out every now. Yeah, I thought it would be longer, frankly. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2 is about the same length, apparently, so again, not that bad. Uh... Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories would have been 25 if we'd actually played oh the entire thing. God. I know. I know, <laughs> dude. Uh, I might try the GBA one because the gameplay is different and it might be more interesting, but that 3D one was rough. Well. But, like, okay, wait. Why would you play the GBA one? You know everything that's going to happen. I mean, to see if it's actually fun comparatively. Okay. All right. Just curious, I guess. Yeah, curiosity. I wouldn't actually play through <laughs> the whole thing unless I actually liked it. Okay. Because again, you're right. I know the plot. So, uh, what I'm understanding is the reason why everybody who is into Kingdom Hearts has been waiting for three is because they're saying, I need to see the end of this story because I put in my fucking time, goddammit. I need yeah, to see it Yeah, that's what it now. feels like. It feels like <laughs> it's just work to get there. And only two of the games are good. Only one and two are the good ones. Any of the spinoffs. Oh, sorry. Birth by Sleep is also good from what people tell me. Apparently, okay. Birth by Sleep is really good, but like, uh, like those are the only good ones. Like one, two, and Birth. All the other ones are like usually panned pretty hard, or people are like, just watch the movie, or like you don't even need to play this one. There's only like a one cutscene that matters to the overall story, or like shit like that. Okay, this is this sounds like an abusive relationship. No, man, I one. get it now. I'm woke. I understand. <laughs> My third eye has opened, and its name is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I actually think yeah. that is the plot of Kingdom Hearts, what you just said. <laughs> Honestly, this is, is it just like anime bullshit? And like, it's like, that's all I can think of is like, if, you, if you're really into anime, of course you like crazy nonsense. And that's yeah. why you're into Kingdom Hearts. It, it is, it is very anime. Like, is but the what? Venn diagram of Kingdom Hearts fans and anime fans one circle. It's, one it's a pretty circle. damn close circle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's pretty right. close. Show but me like, someone who ha- loves anime but hates Kingdom Hearts or vice versa. I want to meet that guy. It has to be someone who doesn't like Disney, basically. That's probably why. I guess. Because mm. yeah. there's still a lot of Disney in there, even though there's a lot of anime. Yeah. True. I like Disney. I don't know. I'll try, I like I'll try to. I like anime, I'm, too. I'm sure I'll like Kingdom Hearts, too, after I get through the beginning bullshit. Because everyone's like, oh, my God, it's the best one. Okay. So that's the last one you have to play, or do you have to play another offshoot? Uh, I probably would also try out Birth by Sleep because that sets up the story for three, okay. or ex- or explains more things. Because 
this series doesn't actually go in goddamn order, which is really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think Birth by Sleep is actually the first game storyline-wise, but it was like the seventh to come out. I mean, that's not bad. Plenty of games do like prequels and stuff. Yeah. And plenty of stories, I should say, right? But yeah. like there's a lot there's a lot of weird like side spin-offs and stuff like that that don't make sense, like when they were released and stuff like that. Oh, apparently yeah. Mayo says apparently the mobile game is the first chronologically, then Birth by Sleep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. also there's a mobile game, which I guess I think is in one of the collections. Then there's that weird Kingdom Hearts 2.8 collection that has like some 0.2 birth by sleep prologue or some bullshit on it. You're just saying, which is 165 over two days. Something, something. (laughs) These are words I just said. Well, at the, by the end of this, hang on. I got I was going to say, John's going to know what all these words mean, but at, at you're about halfway through it. Do you know what these words mean? I love the, do you know what 365 over two days? Something, something. I haven't watched that one yet, so I don't know. Okay. It's on there to play, and I'm probably just gonna watch it because no. <laughs> yeah. Why is it? Why is it re chain of memories? What does that mean narratively? Uh, chain of memories actually does make sense in the plot of the game. Okay. Uh, and is re just a fun way like re, re is just them showing like remix or remastered. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. like how it's that's how it's like Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. It's re chain of memories because it's redone. Okay. Yeah, it's 0.2 Birth by Sleep, A Fragmentary Passage is the full name of the thing they added on Kingdom Hearts 2.8. What the hell is the rest of the title of that? Or is yeah, it actually just called Kingdom Hearts 2.8? I don't think There's you were the, supposed yeah, to Hearts say that. 8, yeah. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. That is the no. full name of a collection on the PS4. I don't think you're supposed to say those words out loud. You just set off you just activate you just activated and it, and it the come, agents these are the these are the three games it comes with kingdom hearts dream drop distance hd so kingdom hearts 3d what does that mean what does that mean i don't know because apparently that was the 3d a uh, 3ds one kingdom hearts 3d dream drop distance and they just it's made not an HD important port. i don't know that's what i'm trying to figure out then it comes with kingdom hearts 0.2 birth by sleep a fragmentary passage and kingdom hearts cross back cover what does that mean? I don't know. Those words, you can't put those words in order. You know, in English, you can't. Kingdom Hearts Crossback Cover is a cinematic based on Kingdom Hearts Cross or X, whatever you want to call it, that de- that details events not shown in the original game. So back cover means movie? Yes. No, not in English, at least. Kingdom Hearts Point Two: Birth by Sleep: A Fragmentary Passage is an original game that takes place after the events of Dream Drop Distance, with the majority of the story taking place after the events of Birth by Sleep and during the events of Kingdom Hearts One, from the perspective of Aqua, who is the main character of Birth by Sleep. And Dream Drop yeah, Distance is, is Dream Drop Distance. Apparently. Two things. One, I feel like we have this conversation once a month. Yeah, maybe. And and I feel like we've done this for the entirety of the podcast. <laughs> and and two. Um, John, by the end of this, you're going to be talking about the Illuminati. <laughs> I and, feel like I already am. I think he already in is. our water. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're going to be like, it all makes sense now. Got to listen to me. Yeah. Follow the money. And yeah, you're on your way. Um, I expect you to be wearing a tinfoil hat. I, I, let me Hearts let me just put it out. this way. If Kingdom Hearts 3 doesn't actually end at least like the Sora and Riku Kairi story, people are going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> There might be an incident. So much. Yeah. There might be an incident. Yeah. Because they want to be free. Yeah. 
But they, but then again, they're gonna start like Kingdom Hearts Four, or like Kingdom Hearts New Land, or something like that. Probably off in the distance after that. Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. Kingdom exactly. Hearts Tokyo Drift. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. the crossover I never knew I wanted. Um. Well, once Disney buys Universal, yeah. Uh, then they can do that for sure. Yeah. Is Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts yet? No. Frozen. No? Okay. It, like I think the new game is almost all Pixar. Mm, or like okay. they're like CG because Frozen's in there, Toy Story's in there. Oh god, I don't remember what else. The Incredibles is are probably. In I don't there. remember what the hell else is in three. Pirates. The emotions from yeah. Inside Out. Oh, I think you're. I think you're actually right. I think those are actually in there. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the electric light train from Disney Parks are in there. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Big Hero 6, Tangled, Toy Story, Monsters Incorporated, Frozen. Those are those are the confirmed new ones. Right. Yeah. That's right. Along with Hercules and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, the Caribbean straight up is the name of the world, apparently. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, the only thing I can add to that is the, uh, when I sold my PlayStation 4 to pay for my PlayStation 4 Pro, the girl who bought it off me wanted a PlayStation 4 because Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to be coming out. So there's my anecdote. Um, should we talk about news? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 3 is coming to Switch. Sure. What a surprise. I don't believe it. I mean, the big yeah, surprise is... is that there's actual fucking Diablo news. God damn it, Blizzard. Fuck. Mm -hmm. I'm so mad. Yeah, I, I started playing Diablo 3. Uh, I'll probably talk about it more next week when I play more of it. Um, okay. But anyways, uh, you guys, you guys want to play Diablo 3 on Switch? Sure. Who's excited? Uh, yeah, I heard the console version of Diablo 3 was real fun co-op, so I would actually like to try that for sure. That's what I'm doing. It, it, seem, it seems good. Yeah. I remember a lot of people being like, it actually works great with a controller. Yeah. And I have no uh, attachment to the PC version, so. Sure. There's also Switch exclusives. I haven't actually looked at these myself. Looks like uh, there's a chicken involved and <laughs> okay. something to do with Ganondorf. Oh, yeah, um, you can get a Ganondorf set of armor, so you can be Ganondorf in Diablo 3. And I, I assume oh, the yeah, chicken is a, is a cuckoo or whatever. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a pet, companion pet. Oh, yeah, and you get a Triforce, uh, a Triforce uh, portrait, portrait frame. frame. Yep. Yeah, exclusive transmogrification set that will allow, right. that will let your heroes sport Ganondorf's iconic armor. Right. You will also receive unique cosmetic wings. Uh, sure, they Which, give out cosmetic wings for everything, so that's... Yeah, my sure. character has mercy wings. Exactly. <laughs> that's what yeah. I mean. Yep. Uh, anyway, my friend who's really into Diablo 3 is very excited. Yeah, no. That's the thing. It's cool. Uh, it was kind of a fun little uh, uh, video you can see on YouTube on uh, Nintendo's page about the announcement. Uh, I think Reggie gets killed by a demon in it. <laughs> yeah, he gets sent to hell. As as yeah. would happen, his uh his soul gets reaved from his body, and then a big moon that's crying shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Spyro trilogy has been delayed from September twenty first to November thirteenth. Yes. 
Which that's a bummer. That's weird. That's such a, that's kind of a long delay. Two months. I'm wondering. I'm hoping it's because they're trying to get the entire games on like the discs and carts this time around, right? Because that was a big well, thing that just, people complained about. Yeah, they just kind of announced that wasn't going to be the case. Oh, did um, they? Well, they announced that like a. I don't know, half a month ago is the, the boxer was coming out and it was saying only game one would be on the cart or the disc. And yeah. You download two and three. Um, and I remember asking like, hey, is is Crash like that? No, Crash is not like that. Crash has them all. Um, I don't see why that's a huge deal, but I guess if you don't have the internet, it kind of sucks. So maybe that's the reason. I don't know. I'm wondering if they found like a big, great uh, game breaking bug that they couldn't get rid of, too, or something like that. There's got to be yeah, something to that look. made them stop. The article does not mention why. So who knows? It seems pretty late to find a game breaking bug. That game was supposed to come out uh, a month from now. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't write this one down. Uh, THQ Nordic acquired Time Splitters, the, the license. Nice. The IP, I should say. Yep. I'm excited for this. Time Splitters was one of my favorite games when that came out. I don't think they've said any word on like what they're going to do with it, though, right? Nope. Just the fact that that name is still out there, though. I'm happy. Happy about it. Hopefully something good comes from it. Uh, oh, that doesn't exist. Okay, The Quiet Man. They've released a bit of new info on that. Um... And a little, like, a combat, uh, I don't know, trailer. Like, a 45-second thing about fighting. Yeah. Um, from what I remember, because my link here is not working. Yeah, you, I guess the protagonist is deaf. You accidentally added a whole bunch of Vs to the end for some reason. So, The Quiet Man takes players beyond sound to deliver an immersive story-driven cinematic action experience. Can be completed in one sitting in a story that unravels across a single night. Players take role of deaf protagonist, Dane as he fights his way through soundless world to discover the motives behind the kidnapping of songstress Lala by mysterious masked man. It'll be on PS4 and Steam Digital only for $14.99. Yeah, so as we knew, that whole, like, finish it in a single playthrough is a uh, single sitting, I should say, is, is still kind of questionable. Uh, but I guess it's being priced appropriately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although, who knows how long that sitting is for 15 bucks. Anyways, I guess, yeah, the audio is supposed to be kind of a thing because he's deaf. Um, there was no dialogue in the little trailer that they put out of him fighting. Just kind of a lot of sound effects. Yep. Kind of muffled as well, so who knows? And uh, if you watch, I mean, people can just look it up on YouTube or whatever. If you watch the combat stuff, it literally just looks, it looks like you're beating the shit out of a whole bunch of people in different city locales. So... It, yeah it'll be interesting i think i guess yeah just it's like a hand-to-hand combat thing i don't know i didn't think it looked amazing yeah it looks i don't know it looks yeah i don't know like something you could do in one sitting for one night i guess uh bandai namco announced the new date for dark souls on switch after it got mysteriously delayed yeah for months it's going to be october 19th uh along with the amiibo uh, which will come out the same day. Yes. Is this your jam, Paul? Are you excited? Yes. yes. Are you going to get this amiibo? Yes. Well, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Johnny, going to get this amiibo? Probably. I mean, I'm probably going to try Dark Souls. On the Switch? Yeah. That's a good All amiibo, right. man. 
the only thing it does is make your character do that pose in the game. Really good. It's pretty funny. Yep. Uh, all right, that does it for the news. Let's do some questions. Oh, wow, we have a lot. Uh, if you want to send in questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. I'm going to start off with, uh, from VGC Kenny, sent in the episode titles. So right. let's, get, Great. let's get going here. June 22nd, the 2018 racism that you're referring to. What? The 2018 racism that you're referring to. I have no idea. I don't have any idea either. I don't either. Oh, something about Shaq Fu? Oh, yeah. Okay. Probably. Sure. Sure. Uh, about how, how racist Shaq Fu was, has they? Probably, yeah. So the context. John was talking about how casually racist Shaq Fu 2 is, which seemed rather 90s. Sean pointed out that in 2018, there seems to be a lot of racism going on as well. Paul then pointed out the difference, but pointed out the difference between casual racism and the other type of racism plaguing society today. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Right. Um, week after, June 29th. You might call it a quick starter. <laughs> oh, no. What the hell was this? That sounds like a Sean right there. <laughs> that sounds like some Kickstarter that opened and like hit its goal immediately. And f- uh, oh, okay. I don't know. When did um? It Edmund was probably McMillan Binding of Isaac. It was probably Binding of partner. Isaac. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember making that joke. <laughs> Context: How Sean referred to the Binding of Isaac Four Souls oh. Kickstarter. Oh, okay. <laughs> you might call it a quick starter. <laughs> Real good. Real good. Okay. Um, July sixth. I respect both races equally by eating them. <laughs> no idea. July 6th? Yeah. Uh, I think this was when this was our one in person. Oh. That sounds right. Okay. Then what would we have been playing that week? I respect both races by eating them. The heck was that? I don't remember. All I can think is like maybe something to do with like the Kit Kats I was picking up up there. Because I just maybe. I don't know, man. Okay, let's just go with that. The context was a question came in about how to eat oh a black and white cookie. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that was oh, when we were at Sean's place. And after some yep. discussion, this was my answer. Apparently, uh, July thirteenth, courtesy refund. Is this me complaining this was, this about was a game oh. you bought and then returned immediately? Yeah, it, through Xbox.com, and then how they were calling it a courtesy, and right. I was like, yeah. how, how is you ripping me off and then giving me <laughs> oh, money yeah. back a courtesy? Yeah. The, what are you talking about? That's 100% yeah, the, it. the collection you bought, and then it was missing a game or something like that, or changed before yep. you got it. Yeah, yep. that's 100% it. Okay. So the context is Sean bought a bundle with Darksiders 3 pre-order, got taken down, he called the helpline. Yeah, exactly what we said. Um... Yep. The next one, July 20th, in the vein of games changing for the better. I think I was still here for this. 
the vein of games vein of games changing for the better uh i think this was something to do with no man's sky yeah it must it could be. be and no i think sky i next. said that as like a transition but like it could be. Really we were like referring to some anything. other game that was also updating us alongside No Man's Sky Next, and we said, oh, I guess this is just in the vein of things changing for the better. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay. Context is how Paul led into toasting the fact that Culling 2 was dead. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they killed the oh. game because yeah. they were going to make it that better, sounds... and then No Man's Sky, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like we're talking about No Man's Sky. In, in the vein of games changing for the better, Culling 2 is dead, something like that. Probably, yeah. yeah. I think it was a transition. Uh, July 27th. <laughs> I know this one. That big con bravo in the sky. <laughs> wow, okay, so I wasn't here for this. John, Yeah, John wasn't here for this. This is when uh, Sean said that John went to the big con bravo in the sky. <laughs> well, because you started off with, like, he's in a better place, and then you yeah, <laughs> said that next line. Wow, guys, wow. No, I think we started it with, he's no longer with us, or he's not with us, or something. And then it just built Maybe. from there. It snowballed. Yeah, then it built from there. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. God oh, damn it. Uh, the context he has, where John was said to be during his absence from the episode, where you don't have a backlog and you can focus on games coming out. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah, we said... And so we said, is there's no backlog, you're free. Yeah. Uh, Paul and Sean argued about if that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was right. Uh, August 3rd, weird straw man kid. Paul said this, I don't remember what it was about. I think you were saying something, or maybe I was saying something and I just made a reference like, Sure, weird straw man kid, you made up for this argument or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you're no, you're right. But what, what was, was the, the argument? Yeah. Oh, it was you were talking about chasm. Yeah. And you, yes. we, we, we determined the only person that would like it is if they like hadn't played a single other game, like since the like Castlevania one or whatever. That that's got. And then be yeah, it, you yeah. said okay, weird straw man kid. Here's your here's the next thing I'm going to recommend you. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. Context was, Paul was talking about how Chasm doesn't do anything new for Metroidvania, as he said he recommended to someone whose favorite game was Ari of Sorrow. Sean interpreted what that person would be like as an extreme. This is what Paul called that guy. Yeah, okay. And last week was Red Ring out... Red Ring everyone out of existence. And I do remember... Superpowers. If yeah. we got sucked into a video game like Captain N, that was what yeah. I said mine would be. Yeah, that's yeah. right, John. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Bring, that a three, one. bring a three sixty in there. Cool. All right, that's it. Thank you so much, as always, for your contribution. All right, Eduardo writes in and says, "What are some of the best games where you can fly?" Crimson Skies. Crimson Skies is real good. Where you can fly. Star Fox. Yeah, I don't know if I would say that's one of the best games you can fly. Maybe like Saints Row 4. So, mm. I got really back into X-Plane recently, just flying simulator. <laughs> As just like a way to not talk to anybody and fly a plane on my computer for a long time. Are you going to get a flight stick? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's going, it's there, yeah. <laughs> what you should do is get like a Labo vehicle kit and use that and instead. try that 
Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to trying it, seeing if I could rig it up somehow. I'm actually I'm sure someone has. I'm actually even starting to think maybe that like head tracking IR stuff might be something to look oh, into. Okay, too. where you like attached to like your hat. Yeah. I forget that's called eye tracker or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So I got I'm down that rabbit hole currently. So I oh, guess man. I'll say that. No Man's Sky recently is a pretty good game when you're flying around in it. Mm -hmm. The transitions are like looking, you know, just flying out of a planet into a planet. That's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's true. And follow up question. How often do you play downloadable game? Oh, downloadable demos all the time. I was playing Monster Hunter Double Cross Generations, whatever on the Switch last night. Rarely, unless it's like for a bonus thing like Mario Tennis. Uh, I, like, never do this. If I'm interested in the game, I'm probably just going to play the game. Cool. Uh, All right. Next oh. question. Oh, yeah. Next question comes to us from Matthew. <laughs> a while back, I helped a friend who wanted to play Bud uh, Bloodborne for the first time. However, at the Nightmare of Mensis, I invaded her game and casually opened the shortcuts and destroyed the brain of Mensis so we wouldn't have to deal with what is probably the most difficult part of the game. I then had her invade me and do the same. What stories do you have about bypassing and or cheesing segments in games? Mm. Uh, the Soulsborne games are notorious for people just being able to just run to the next bonfire and checkpoint through a whole bunch of really hard, shitty parts. So, like, that's just a thing that people do in those games, so I could see that. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm kind of cheesing dead souls, uh, dead souls, dead cells when I'm just like dropping turrets down and sitting there and waiting for the, all the enemies below to die. Sure. Um, but whatever, man, that game's hard. I got to do everything I can. Yeah. Cheesing segments like circle strafing a lot can cheese a lot of stuff in older 3d games when they were fi figuring out AIs in a 3d environment. Oh, you know, that just reminded me when you said strafing. So that Disney Rush game. Yeah. So you play as just like a little kid who went to, who's going to like Pixar land. Okay. And for whatever reason, with the triggers, he he can strafe. Like he'll just like walk sideways. Weird. Perfectly like horizontal. I, I don't know why you would need that. But like for some reason, this this kid has strafe mechanics. Yeah. It's a weird game. Yeah. Homer in the chat's right. Quick saving especially for people that play on PC a lot, is the cheesiest of cheese. Like, like save scumming? Yeah. Well, not even okay. save scumming. Like, literally, if, say, you're, like, in a boss fight or something, and there's a bunch of phases, if you do, like, good, you could just, like, quick save in one phase or whatever and then continue. Oh, I see. Okay. Sure. But save scumming as well. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul, you want this next one from Corey? Yep. Corey says, what game have you spent the most time playing ever? Shanza's Turok. Mm. Oh, there's two questions. Okay, I see. So, what game have you spent the most time playing ever? Mine's still World of Warcraft, because those years of my life were fucking crazy for the amount of time I put into them in that game. I think, I think Payday 2 is still one of the longest for me. Mine is definitely not Turok. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> What a weird thing to say or think. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I like that one. Um, I mean, mine's probably 
Burnout, like, right? Either Burnout Paradise, but more actually, it's probably actually like Pokemon Gold. Yeah. Because um, I know I have like a solid like three, 350 hours in that. Okay, yeah. Uh, but Burnout, yeah, I think Burnout would have only been somewhere around like 150-ish. Sure. Uh, question two, what's Nathan been up to? Haven't heard about him in a while. He is living his best life. That's what he's doing. He's fine. He bought Rise of the Tomb Raider on sale, I think it was last week. That's the that's the biggest update on Nathan. So he's going to be trying that game out. There you it's go. It's a good game. Yeah. VGC Kenny says, if a game is rated E or E10, or a movie is rated G or PG, mm-hmm. but deals with serious and heavy issues, would you say that it's for kids? Or would you say something that is rated appropriately for kids, but is not for kids? Oh, or, sorry, or would it be something that is rated appropriately for kids, but is not for kids? Jesus, this is a... Uh... As someone who doesn't have a kid, if it's rated for kids, I'm assuming it's good for kids. Someone put that up. I, I feel like this it. is like the Disney movie argument where like a lot of serious yeah. things happen in like the early Disney movies. Like Lion King has a lot of death and deals with death and like coming back. A lot of people die. Whoa. Uh, spoilers. I know. Whoa. <laughs> Aladdin's got some messed up themes that kind of deals with stuff like that. Uh, but I would say like. There's such a thing as rated for all ages, so I would I would argue it's that. Well, that, that's what E in, is, right? And and oh, same yeah. with G, everyone in general. Mm-hmm. I would say I would say parental guidance still classifies as for kids. Oh yeah. For the well, I mean, part, as long yeah. as the parent parent is yeah advising, it's for kids. But yeah, as long as the parents with them, like because there's like kids can still enjoy it, but there might be something they might be confused about, or there might be a word they're not supposed to hear. Yeah. Right, because aren't you all like one f bomb in a PG thirteen movie or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Smash Brothers is rated E10 for cartoon violence, but I would very much say like kids can easily play Smash Brothers. Yeah. Sure. Yep. I mean, it's one of those things that like every parent should just be looking out for their own kid and knowing what their kid can handle. <laughs> so that's the ratings thing is just the lazy parents guide to like you maybe this is just going to be okay and then parents are like, "Yeah, it's fine probably." So I don't take that stuff too, too seriously, but because like you could have a sensitive kid that when they watch Lion King, like they have nightmares about their dad dying after like that could happen. But sure. Yeah. So people should just maybe raise their kids. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) Again, that's why I say as someone without kids, uh, I'm just I have to go with the rating, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jacket K writes in and says, what is your favorite tongue twister? She sells seashells by the seashore. That's a good one. Yeah. Your favorite one. I can't think. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to look up like great tongue twisters and see if I have a favorite. I don't really have favorites, I guess. (laughs) That's a fine one. I have never heard of some of these. Yeah. The sixth sick chic sixth sheeps sick. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a go. good one. Yeah, nice, I don't know if it's nice a tongue music. twister. That's not. Um, I really liked some of the stuff Doctor Seuss would write. 
for his kids' books. I thought some of those were pretty good. Okay. Like Fox in Socks got pretty intense at some point. I'm going to say Dr. Seuss in general is my favorite tongue mm. twister. Okay, I'm going to read you the longest one on this top ten. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter... It will make my batter bitter, but a bit of better butter will make it better than the bitter butter. So she bought a bit of better butter and put it in her batter, and her batter was not bitter. So twas Betty Botter bought a bit if better butter and put it in her batter, and her batter was not bitter. I love how that I, during all of that, the word you stumbled on was if. <laughs> Not any yeah. of the other ones. I, I hate English now. Yeah. It's because I was about to say of. Oh, um, okay. I actually thought I read that better than I expected. Yeah, I agree. I was expecting to screw up more. I was That's expecting you one. to screw up more, too. Yep. Cool. Raster Man, if you, if you could trade the gun of a game's protagonist with a sword, what game would you say it could improve, and what other would it worsen? So, hear me out. Uncharted, if you changed his weapon to a sword, the game would maybe unplayable in some spot. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, bring a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, that might be unplayable. Or like, I'm going to say Gears of War, but I guess you have a chainsaw, so maybe Yeah, not. so that's kind of like a sword. Yeah. I guess, it, I guess we're dealing with like a, a sword sword, not like a lightsaber that can deflect bullets. You know what? It's a video game. I'll allow a lightsaber because it's still a melee thing. So sure. Okay. I mean, that's sort of what they did to like the Jedi Knight series, or, yeah. like, the Dark Forces series. It was a shooter, then it became a, a lightsaber-based series. You kind of had sword. guns too, but lightsaber was better. So oh, yeah, did someone say someone said Duck Hunt? That's yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, like, are you just like throwing knives at some of these things? Because that'd be pretty cool if it was like a knife-throwing game. So what I'm thinking here is that anytime you replace a game that the main protagonist uses a gun as its main mechanic with a sword, you're probably making that game worse, right? Because that game is built around the fact that you have a ranged weapon. Yeah. So they're all going to be bad. What are some good examples <laughs> of this, this Switch? You know, I bet Doom with a sword would still be good. Yeah, because you have stuff in the game that's built Unreal around you tournament. being able to punch, too. Unreal Tournament. And Quake. Any of those, like, arena shooters would become arena sword battlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, like, Mountain Blade and stuff like that, where instead of, like, a guy's coming up to you with a broadsword and you blow his face off with a shotgun? I was gonna say, isn't that just PUBG? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. See, when, now that I'm thinking about, like, throwing the swords and stuff, now I'm just thinking of Nidhogg. <laughs> Nidhogg is great. Nidhogg is pretty good. That's true. Uh, I guess there's more to his email here. He puts his example. Uh, as for positives, I'd have to say a portal sword and portal could be kind of dope. If you could slice one open in midair, that would be pretty neat, actually. I like it. Okay. On the other hand, I wouldn't want to play the original Tomb Raider with a sword if you keep the tank controls. Oh, dude, Resident Evil with a sword would be the worst. 
Mm. Holy shit, that would be bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is it me or it's, it, I think it's, it's John, you, right? It's you. It's oh, it's you. me? Yeah. Okay. Linebeck says, which game show would you love to be on? And for team ones, who would you have as teammates? I'd love to be on uh, either Wheel of Fortune or Nick Arcade. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune for sure. I don't know if these counts as game shows, but I like like American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, that would um, count. Yeah, sure. And like Wipeout. Yeah, and yep. Guts and all that stuff, yeah. Yep, for sure. Yeah. You know, obstacle course kind of shenanigans american gladiators yeah yeah those would all be really fun man uh I- video on arcade top 10 so i can meet nicholas oh, Piccolis. <laughs> is that his real name yeah exactly <laughs> what is that guy doing these days apparently he's a radio dj in Bo- like in like buffalo new york or something like that now oh, i actually had to l- okay. i looked this up for some reason this year and i don't remember why yeah, I remember them just filming those like CRTs and just like seeing the scan lines. Man, what a weird world streaming video games used to be. That's probably my answer. Oh what man, about a team one. Oh, Do you man. Think of a team one? I just found out what Nicholas Piccolo's real name was. Okay, Nicholas Schimmelpenick. Ah, okay, Schimmelpenick. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. That is not rhyme. An easier no. name to say. <laughs> I always thought the Amazing Race would be cool. Um, and I always had the rule, like, if I was doing it, uh, whoever, like, <clears throat> I would not bring my significant other as my teammate because I'm sure we would break up by the end of it. Like, we would just yeah. get furious at each other. So you got to bring, like, like, a longtime friend or someone that you just won't, like, you're not comfortable enough to, like, tear into them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah, I looked f- it up. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm going back to Nicholas Piglis again. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> he got me I'm on it now. I was totally right. Morning show host at KISS 98.5, radio, TV, clubs, events, voice talent, pro sports music director, official game DJ for Buffalo Bills. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like Nick in Buffalo. And That's I, a the, game DJ. Uh... I don't know on that one. Like, I'm assuming, like, okay. for Buffalo Bills, like, the show, like, for, like, the actual games, he, like, picks the songs that play in the background and stuff. He okay. looks a lot like Jerry the King Lawler now, actually. There's a picture on his Twitter that makes him look a lot like Jerry the King Lawler. I could see that. Yeah, that fits in my head. I don't even need to see that picture. I know what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I was going to say I always thought I would be maybe okay on Fear Factor, because even though I am afraid of stuff like heights, I also don't like looking like a bitch in front of people, and I would do it out of spite. <laughs> so, there's that. Toxic okay, masculinity. Now, now that we went through Video and Arcade Top 10, yeah. I'm going to bring up Uh-Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, which was a Canadian... I don't want to be slimed, uh, man. We're, yeah, it was a Canadian slime-based uh, game show for kids with Wink Yahoo, and now I looked up this guy, okay. Scott Yaffe, and I guess he was—I guess he did a voice for that animated squirrel movie, The Nut Job, four years ago. What? That's his most recent thing. I've never he also did an AMA back in 2012 oh. on Reddit. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I—I I thought it was him, or it might be another guy that was on YTV that ended up also working for like the Weather Network. Oh, just like one of their like VJs, yeah, from the zone, probably. 
BJ Phil girls was uh, like a, the voice actor uh, or actress for like Sailor Mini Moon. Oh, oh yeah. Rini uh, or something like that. Yaffe's appeared in numerous TV commercials such as the Whiskers Temptations Cat Treat Spot and the Amazing. Fast Talker for Expedia.ca. He definitely just oh. looks like the most like normal dude now, balding hair. He can He's also be 48. seen in the ABC police drama Rookie Blue, which began in 2010. <laughs> okay. No one's asking him any questions, man. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about these people but us. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he got paid really well. Wink Yahoo, come on the podcast and defend yourself. We have a cu- couple questions to ask Wink you. Wink Yahoo. <laughs> also, his name was Wink Yahoo. Everybody make sure you tweet Wink Yahoo to come on the top-down perspective. This is definitely not oh the first God, time we've talked about Yahoo on the show. Don't actually do that. Make sure at Wink Yahoo. I'm sure this is him. <laughs> I would totally talk to that dude. For sure. Uh, All right, who's got the next question? I actually lost where we were. <laughs> okay, there, I see it. Oh, this is an easy one. Sarcasm says raw or cooked vegetables. Uh, Usually cooked. Raw. Yeah, I'm more... I will say raw for all vegetables, but some are situational where I would prefer them cooked. I'd say more often I eat mine cooked. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I got a ha- I got a bagel here. Hang on. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, mm, next one comes from One Press L to P. What do you guys think of the planned Uncharted movie? Will be like when it eventually comes out. What do you think of Tom Holland as Nathan, Nathan Drake? And finally, who else would you like to be cast as Sully, Elena, Sam, etc.? Oh, uh, I did not know Tom Holland. Me uh, neither. Holland was. Uh, I didn't know about that either. Yeah, cast. That did, seems pretty young. Did you yeah. guys all see the uh, the fan video that? Yep. Nolan North, not Nolan North. Um, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, I did together. not yeah. actually. It was really good. It's very good. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, what's his name now? I know for Sully who I want, but I can't remember the. Oh, Bruce Campbell for Sully. I Hell can yeah. see that. Okay. I would sure. also maybe. Um, is it J.K. Simmons that played? Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that played like uh, I want a younger J.K. Simmons to play Sully because okay. like I want him. Like, J- I want him basically as like when he was uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's perfect. J.K. Simmons. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, who else are we dealing with? Uh, Elena and so Sam's his brother, right? Uh, Again, Tom Holland is so young. It, I think like it doesn't like is this going to be like the early years or something like I feel like this yeah. is before Uncharted one. That's what Although I'm I don't wondering. know how old uh, Drake was in Uncharted one. He was it was probably something ridiculous like 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like bad casting. <laughs> it doesn't fit in my Well, they mind just know this all. movie's never going to happen. So by the time it does, Tom Holland <laughs> will be like a 35 year old. Okay. There you go. Perfect. They planned yeah. well in advance. Okay, so I'm just going to go on the basis that uh, Drake is appropriately aged so I can pick an adult. 
Uh, not that Tom Holland is an adult. He's like 22, I think. But that still just seems too young for Drake. Yep. Uh, okay, I think I believe Sam's the brother, right? I think so. I don't actually remember what Sam looks like, even even though I did play that game. Maybe Tom Holland can play Sam then. Just play both. Sam, yeah, Sam's the brother. Okay. Um, I think a good Sam. I forget the actor's name, but it was it's the dude who on uh, Jeff Keighley's. Uh, live stream game awards. Okay. He was yelling about the Oscars. Oh, from a way out. That guy. Okay, I think that would be a pretty good Sam. Okay, I forget his name though. I do too. And then Elena was the other one. Who do I want to? Yeah, Elena, and that's his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, Elena. Um, I think. She looks pretty similar to who's who's the girl that's in um she was in Heroes and she was in that horror game Oh yeah in uh, Until Dawn Until Dawn yeah, yeah. what's her what's I'm her name I'm trying to remember as well Uh she might be too old for Tom Holland I don't know that Yeah I'm not again I'm a, I am <laughs> I'm saying this is an appropriately aged Nathan Drake <laughs> Okay I don't remember. Hayden uh, Pantier. Yes. I think she would be a good Elena. Yeah, I could see that. I think she, I think she looks the part. Sure. Those are my, uh, those are mine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last question. The Bakesler. Uh, back when How Long to Beat, when the How Long to Beat website wasn't around, did any of you ever play a game that you expected to be kind of short, but turned out to be extremely long? <laughs> Or vice versa. If so, what do you think of games after you ended up? What did you think of the games after you ended up finishing it? Yeah, there's an answer that always comes to my mind when this type of question comes out. I thought Bayonetta would be way shorter <laughs> than it is. Because <laughs> holy shit, that game keeps going. Uh, I think Bayonetta was one of the only situations where I was actually happy that it kept going. It built and built for sure. Yeah. It kept going. Yeah. I remember having the idea of like a lot of Japanese games tend to like point towards an ending and then, oh, wait, nope, there's actually like a couple hours after that. Oh, mm-hmm. I was trying like to it was a Japanese thing. I was trying to think of an example. I knew there was one off the top of my head, but I couldn't remember the name of it. Bravely Default. Oh, sure. Bravely Default is a yeah. game that keeps seeming like it's going to end and then doesn't and you wish it would. Yeah. Uh, Catherine, I remember doing that. Um, and... There was a Kirby game on the Epic Return e- to Dreamland. Maybe I was gonna say Epic Yarn, Wii? but yeah, that one definitely. I remember that one built into an end, and then oh wait, no, there's another world, and it was just like oh come on. Um, in terms of what do I think about games after finishing that, I feel like it has bad pacing, and it usually just like it, it's like it's like I'm having to muscle my way through it. Like they built up to this thing, and then it's just like oh no, nope, there's more, and it's like ah. Oh, like I was ready for the end, kind of. Yeah, I guess it depends. If I'm, if I'm thinking about like, shouldn't this game be over by now? Then it failed somewhere along the way. I'm not enjoying it anymore. So, yeah, I think I probably would agree with you. Would you say you're not enjoying it anymore, as in like the the game is bad, or you just don't like the ending? No, like if the ending or. 
probably that I just like got sick of the game itself. Like, okay, like, can we wrap this up now? Like, let me just see oh, the okay. end of this thing now. Yeah, mine's mine's more like I that uh, it, it, I think it's I think pacing is a good way to put it, where mm-hmm. it's like. You know, you're, you guys are building something. Everything's kind of pointing to this. And when there's like more after that, it's like, well, now just it just kind of like I don't even know what, how to feel. I was like, here's my expectation. And nope, now it's over here. Mm-hmm. Kind of a weird thing like that, which I don't think makes the game bad. I think it's a problem with the ending myself. How do you feel about something like near then where it's the same kind of story, but you get different like you play through different parts of it and get different endings and all that sort of stuff? I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. Although I'm curious how I would have felt if I had no idea you had to play it multiple times. Right. Yeah. Because uh, I definitely went into that like with the expectation and like you know being ready to play through it a number of different ways. But if I was just playing through it once and it was like that was the ending, it might have just been like, okay, well that's I don't know. Sure. That's a that's a story, I guess. Dev- so. Yeah, I don't know, I, and I, I don't know how I would have felt. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, people want to send questions in for next week. It's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What are your games of the week? Monster Hunter World. Uh, Pacross S2. And I'm giving it to Dead Cells again. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, Patreon update. The submission thread for next month's poll is live so if you're a ten dollar backer go pick a game for us to put in the poll next week uh to get voted on and that'll do it for the show sweet cool thanks everyone all next week see you later